What's up, everybody? This is Chris Heron and PJ Braun with the Ask PJ Braun podcast. You can find us over at blackstonelabs.com, YouTube, SoundCloud, and now iTunes. Uh, we are here today answering all your guys' questions. Uh, we're going to have a bonus question at the beginning with some guests. Uh, but first, we're going to talk a little bit about the, uh, P- the Beat PJ contest coming up soon. And PJ's got more details on that. Yes. So everybody's very excited about this because I did an Instagram live video last night. And uh, my DMs were just nonstop until midnight. Totally affected my Game of Thrones watching. <laughs> very disappointed in that. Um, although I was up qu- quite late trying to get some in. So... We've been asked over and over again, you know, what's the, what's going to be the Beat PJ this year? What's going to be the Beat PJ? And for those of you who have been following along, you know about the first Beat PJ Transformation Contest from three years ago. And we've done a couple more Transformation Contests since then. But I wanted to, to change it this year. I didn't want to be participating in it and have it be beating me. I'm focused on getting as big as I can right now for the first time in years. And I shall be doing some things that may make it perhaps unfair for me to compete in the BPJ <laughs> contest. Uh, that being said, I wanted to do a transformation contest where we spun it in a way that it was very interactive with our followers who are extremely loyal. And I wanted to give out cooler prizes than just like your random like, you know, cash prizes. Um, now, just to get into the prizes, first place, if you win this transformation contest... And by transformation, it's very important that everybody understands it is not the best body that wins. It's not the body that everyone's like, oh, that guy looks like a bodybuilder. That's not that's not what is going to win. And, and that is has actually not been what won any of the contests so far. It is the best change. It is the most dramatic change. So if you're somebody who's very, very heavy and loses a ton of weight, you are going to be in position to win this thing. If you're somebody that's super duper skinny and you put on a ton of muscle using our products and training hard, then you will be in a position to win. If you're somebody that already looks great and just gets in a little bit better shape, well, you better get in outstanding shape because your transformation isn't going to be as dramatic. Now, how did we change it this year? Let me explain the rules to the contest. I developed six different groups, three for women, three for men, women's weight loss group, a women's muscle building group, and a women's hardcore group. By hardcore, I mean Girls that are taking it that serious that they may want to get on stage. They may be competing in a powerlifting competition. This is your advanced group, okay? And for men, same thing. We have a men's weight loss group, men's muscle building group, and a men's hardcore group. And these are guys that maybe they've been training for a while and they want to take it to the next level, okay? And these supplements are different for each group. And you have to buy a stack, which will be discounted on the website, and there will be a discount code to save you even more money in order to participate in this contest. We will have the stacks up on the website. By the time this podcast airs, they'll already be up and there will already be people joining in. Now, in order to enter, you've got to purchase the stack and submit your starting photos with a newspaper in your hand. The starting date of the actual contest is not going to be till mid-January. And again, by the time this podcast goes out, there will be a video in circulation that has everything very well detailed for you guys. When you purchase the stack for the group that you feel that best suits you, you will be also getting a customized diet from me. You will be getting a hard copy and you will be getting a digital copy for your records. And this is your starting plan that I encourage you to follow. How do you proceed to progress from there. You follow my cardio Q&As every day. If you can't make it in the morning, 
I save them so they stay in my story for 24 hours. And if you have questions that you really need answered that, that are important, that you need a coach to answer, you submit them to this podcast. And every week, I will answer the questions. If we feel that we are getting bombarded with questions, I will add in a second podcast weekly. I'm sorry to drop that on the guys that are just finding out about that for the first time now. Uh, but we will figure out a way to make sure that we are answering your questions. Now, I don't expect there to be issues because most of you do follow the Q&A and I order, I, I answer everything and anything in the Q&A. So why should you do this contest? You know, what makes our contest different than everybody else's? Well, there's no better reason to do a contest than New Year's resolutions. This is the time where people decide they want to make a change. But what is inspiring you to make the change other than your own personal reasons? How about a first place prize of $10,001. Why is it $10,001? You know that we love the prices right. And you add in that dollar. When you're going for the, the gangster move on prices right, you go a dollar up. Everybody knows that. And at Blackstone Labs, we love the prices right. We love the prices right so much that we have a prices right themed booth. We have a giant prices right wheel. And at the LA Fit Expo, we're going to be debuting the giant Plinko. So I might not even talk to any of the fans at the expo. I might just be playing the giant Plinko the whole time. So I haven't even been a part of Plinko since I pretended I was sick in eighth grade and stayed home from school. It's, it's been about that long. So you get $10,001 if you win. On top of that, you get free coaching from me for the rest of the year. So I will personalize everything with you. And every Saturday, we'll have a 15-minute phone call where I make the necessary changes to keep you progressing towards your goals. On top of that, you're going to get one of every product that we have, all the apparel, and just to make it that much better than all these losers that are having their, their little whack $10,000 just cash prizes, <laughs> we are going to take you to a music festival. Not just any music festival. This is a music festival in Wisconsin. Me and a couple of the core Blackstone Labs guys will be going to. And the headliners, the first night, are Avenged Sevenfold and A Perfect Circle. The second night, Alice in Chains and Tool. So you get Maynard two days in a row. I know that most of Blackstone Labs loves Maynard. And if they don't, you're not allowed to participate in the contest. And... There are great, great, great supporting bands. You've got Andrew WK. You've got Breaking Benjamin. Atreyu is going to be there. Parkway Drive, who I can't wait to see, is going to be there. Stone Temple Pilots. Obviously, they're missing a key member. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, but uh, a very, very strong lineup. And uh, we'll check out Wisconsin a little bit, too. So you get to go on an all-expense-paid trip with us. You get my coaching for free. You get all the products. You get the gear. And you get a lot of money. So we encourage you guys to, to, to join this. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be very interactive. Now, second and third place, we will be taking care of you guys as well. Second place is going to get one of every single product. They're also going to get all of the apparel. And third place, we're going to let you pick one product that you get every month for the rest of the year. And, of course, we'll hook you up with apparel too. Now, how did I make this even even cooler. I wanted to to really go over the top with this. This 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 is already just mind blowing what we're doing. People are are very excited about it, but I wanted to make it even more exciting. I am allowing the Blackstone Labs Legion to participate in this contest. And if a Legion member wins, the Legion member will become a full-time sponsored athlete. Also, if a Legion member wins the overall, we will pick a non-Legion member to also get the first place, place prize. So I'm not getting paid that month, that guys, just, 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 just to be clear. If that happens, if a Legion member wins and I have to pick out 
you know, one of the regular customers, that's $20,002 that we're giving out straight cash. So to my regular customers, please beat the Legion. Please beat them. Uh, but to all my Legionnaires, as I call them, this is a great opportunity for you guys to transform, show yourself, support the group, help the group, and earn yourself a spot at the table as they speak and say, uh, and be a full-time sponsored Boxing Labs athlete. You will be the next one. I'm, I'm going to pick one February 1st based on the first 90 days, and you will be the next one after that that makes it up onto the full-time roster. We want to show you guys that this, this Legion isn't some joke ambassador program. You know, This isn't First Form's ambassador program. This is a real ambassador program. Crazy we're bringing people up. Yeah. Um, and we're excited, and I see that you guys are very excited too. And you know, I, I'm going to be – Although not participating, I'm going to be shooting instructional videos. The more questions I get on certain things, the more videos that I will do. I'm going to be bringing in special guests for instructional videos. Haley Kate will be in town soon. Perhaps Cody Montgomery. You can expect to see him. And I am bringing in uh, a panel of judges that are all coaches and understand doing transformations as well. And uh, just so you guys know... Three of the judges are women. So, fellas, be careful with the sexual harassment, although you may want to be a little flirty. It may, may get you. Uh, and ladies, stay on top of those girls because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to announce the judges uh, in the video. And, and I don't think that the judges even know that they're getting thrown into this, but they will find out when the video comes out. So, it is their, our coolest, best, most badass beat PJ ever. And... Uh, uh, David, what is the discount code going to be? What percentage are we going to give them? It's going to be 30 to 50%, depending on which of the stacks. Woo! Uh, Good Lord. One of the stacks has Mythic Wad in it, so mm -hmm. we can't go super deep on that. Stack. All right, so there, there you go. There, there are six stacks, and depending on which stack you are uh, purchasing, there will be a 30 to 50% discount, which is bananas. Absolutely bananas. Uh, and the code is going to be beat PJ. We're sticking with the old beat PJ. Um, again, there will be a video that's circulating and I will be sure to put some Facebook dollars behind it to make sure everyone sees it. And we will not actually start the contest till mid January, probably somewhere around January 15th. I mean, you can't get more to the middle than that. We'll find a nice Monday or so to really kick it off, but there'll be plenty of information coming out guys. Really excited about it. Those of you who listen to the podcast regularly, you know, take advantage of this because you guys, I will be answering all the questions to help guide you. And that's it. Let's, uh, let's get into some questions. I've got some special guests with me today. Uh, we've got a question that I always encourage you guys giving me non-fitnessy questions. We like the outside the box questions. Uh, sometimes we get some entrepreneurial type of questions. Sometimes we get, um, you know, what would you have done differently or what would you suggest I do differently type questions from business owners. Most of the que que questions are diet slash gear slash supp supplement related. So since we have this outside the box question, I will let uh, Chris Heron read the question and then I'm going to bring in two very intelligent, very, very, very intelligent human beings who will be answering uh, with me on this. But I'm going to let them take the stage because they have more experience than I do. You will be listening to David Winsour, who is the vice president of the company, been with me through it all. He is possibly a point or two shy of genius level of IQ. He has built all of our websites. He's a coder, 
and uh, he's an all-around great guy. And we also have Ryan Niski, another brilliant man, very, very, very twisted in his mind, but in a good way. He uses his his powers for evil, not good. He is known to like long walks on the beach and uh, helicopter rides. Uh, he is a connoisseur of strange ales and beers, and he is a fan of bad dragon dildos. Uh, I am going to turn it over to Chris and then bring these guys in, and, and we'll once the question is asked, you'll see why I wanted to bring some differing opinions in on this. And then I'll chime in at the end. Yeah, this is this is definitely a very hot topic right now. Uh, so the first question we're going to go with is from Sotiris. Sotiris, I've been watching you and your channel since you and Aaron signed Jason circa 2012. Uh, big fan. Given your success with Blackstone Labs and your experiences with business and investments, I'd be interested to know what your thoughts are on cryptocurrencies. Do you think there's a place for them in the future? And have you personally invested in Bitcoin, for example? So with that, we're going to turn it over and see what these two gentlemen have to say on the matter. All right, first off, uh, the Bad Dragon Dildos. I'm a huge fan of Dave's Muzzle. If you guys want to check that one out, it's uh, been used in a lot recently. And uh, anyways, I know this question is directed towards PJ, and um, but I just want to give my own insight on this one. I think that in the global economy, I think you should have a global currency. But the problem is with Bitcoin, in my opinion, and I'm not a huge fan of it because I look at Bitcoin, Bitcoin as being more of a commodity than anything else. Um, you say Bitcoin's decentralized, but there's really nothing decentralized about it. You have Coinbase and all this is run by specific people in specific locations. And another problem I have personally with Bitcoin, and Dave's gonna, Dave knows how up in the air and up in arms I get about it, is uh, you know it's just something at the end of the day you don't really understand it. It's not easy to use. It's not tangible. It's a commodity. If I was investing in silver, I could put the silver in my hand, take it, and use the silver however I wanted to use it. But I can't exactly walk into Starbucks with my Bitcoin and buy a cup of coffee. The day that happens is the day I would be more supportive of Bitcoin. But uh, I know Dave has some opinions sure. too. I, I I agree with you more than most people in the office think. Um, there's two parts of the question. Um, one is, do you believe cryptocurrency has a place in the future? And absolutely, I do. Um, yeah, the, the global economy. Uh, sure. And the underlying technology blockchain is already being used now. I know hospitals are adopting it. It's a great way to transfer medical records and patient records across hospitals, across health insurance companies, things like that. Absolutely. And it's much more efficient than what they're using now. It's much more efficient than standard database utilization and what even banks are using because banks are using some outdated technology. Um, I did invest in Bitcoin. Um it was around 4000 and I put a grand or two into it, I think, and started spiking, obviously a little happy. And then I actually, I think we were actually talking about it on Facebook Messenger. There was, it was a Monday or something like that, and Bitcoin oh, went crazy high, yeah, yeah, and it's spiking. I'm like, well, this is obviously going to crash. It's going to have to correct itself and everything. But uh, Litecoin, the, the creator, who was a former Google employee, was going to have an interview the next day, so you on TV, national mm -hmm. TV. So people, I, I felt a lot of people had no idea what Litecoin was. Of course, all yeah. of a sudden going to learn about it. You got this guy going on TV as well as Bitcoin just shot up. Mm -hmm. So I put a grand or two into Litecoin that night, and then the next day it went up like two hundred percent. It was pretty sick. Yeah, well, that's um, exactly how you would trade a stock. You would always yes. want to buy the news, which is the news of this guy about yeah, to go on there, yeah. and then you would sell the hype as the price where it had correct, you know, skyrocketed up to two hundred percent, where you dumped um, and you locked in your profits. But I also dumped every piece of Bitcoin or cryptocurrency I have. I don't have any of it anymore. I dumped it a little and while And why ago. did you do that? Did you get nervous? Uh, nervous isn't the right word. I You just got excited. No, no I just I just knew it was way too high. It wasn't worth what it was worth. Um, had you had not dumped it, how much 
value would you have in it right now? Half of what I dumped it for. Okay, exactly. It's already receded a lot. Yeah. Um, and it was more of a gamble. It wasn't a serious investment. It, like, and this yeah, is it's exactly how you have to look at this kind of investment. Like if you have, a, let's say you have a thousand bucks a month, uh, and Ryan and I might agree on this. This mm-hmm. is I think where we do agree. If you have a thousand bucks a month to put in towards savings or investing of any kind, you should be putting things in your 401k if possible or an IRA first, and maybe take like. Five to ten percent of that, and you can sort of gamble a little bit. And even that gamble, though, like he would gamble differently than I would. I decided to gamble on cryptocurrency. He would probably gamble in. If if I want to pick another commodity, because Bitcoin is a commodity, um, I would. I do want a little bit of commodities in my portfolio, and Bitcoin's a great way to, you know, pick up some exposure to commodities. And you know, I bought a Bitcoin around seventy nine fifty or something like that, Mm -hmm. and it's been sitting there, and it's just kind of my eventual cash cow. If you were to sell every Bitcoin in the world, it's worth like $186,000 if every Bitcoin was used, that would be the value of Bitcoin. That's not going to happen in our lifetime, but it might be a little nice nest egg that sits in my portfolio just in the corner there, something I don't really look at or touch too often, just the same way I would have gold, silver, or oil. Yep. Same thing with commodities. So I personally don't like digital currency. I like the idea of digital currency. I like the idea of having a, uh, you know, a global currency, but um, buying into the hype and – I think it's just picking up too much. Uh, you know, it's all hype right now. There's way too much hype, and in it's it. it's and all sell hype, sell hype, sell hype. Yep. And, uh, and I, I think if Bitcoin hits maybe below like seven or five thousand again, I would probably I would go dip, back into yeah, it. Yeah, I would dip, I would dip my toes into it again. <coughs> and the only thing you use Bitcoin for, again, I use the example of the coffee. You can't walk into a Starbucks get a coffee and a pastry if you're Bitcoin. Sure. But if I want to buy testosterone, something I want to buy online, for example, I want to use you know something Bitcoin. you don't want to have a record of. Of course, your name sure. exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And the big appeal is that you know decentralization. But at the end of the day, remember, it's not truly decentralized. That's the only uh, opinion I really strong about on Bitcoin. But I don't like it. I know this question is more directed towards PJ. Um, well, I'll chime in at the end, and I will tell you, I um, I have maximally funded my four hundred one k for three years. I have a financial advisor. His name is Jason Castaldi. Uh, and I grew up with him. He's one of the most intelligent men I've ever met. Out of all my friends in high school, we always say he's the one that really made it, although I believe I have surpassed him, and it bothers him. Um, (laughs) But as far as money goes, he is the guy that I trust the most, and I've had a lot of luck, as I like to call it, with him uh, in the stock market, taking more aggressive. uh, Especially this year. Yes, taking more aggressive moves with him. Uh, and, And in fact, if it was not for him, and what I have been able to achieve in my brokerage account through the stock market, I would be in a very bad place right now because I actually utilized, unfortunately, my brokerage account to pay off most of my uh, divorce attorneys and, and forensic accountants. So thankfully, that money was there and, and I, I had a lot of growth. And, um, you know, you can't expect to have the growth that I had to start out every year. It's not realistic. But, uh, he has a very good reputation, and he and I were speaking about this recently, uh, whether or not I should be investing into this. And um, I didn't really have a strong opinion on it, and it just so happened that the guys were somewhat in a debate. I don't want to say a debate, but there was a discussion going on in the office of uh, the pros and cons to it, and uh, I said I found it interesting that they were discussing it when I had just started looking into that. And uh, as of this point, have not invested anything into it. I have looked at some of the others. There is the Chris Heron and I were talking earlier. What is one of the other ones? The Ethereum? Yeah, there is Ethereum and there's Litecoin are the two other big ones. So the Litecoin, I was like almost being pressured by this guy the other day that I'm a fool to not get involved in Litecoin now because Bitcoin is going to crash. And then... Ethereum, I, I guess, is the one that you can get into for the cheapest right now. No, it's Litecoin. Litecoin, so Litecoin is cheaper right now. Um, yeah. Um, it's also very hard to use Litecoin. 
Correct. Okay. I my my thing is, and I'll, I will be. I don't mind being honest on this show. Is right now, I do not have the normal uh, investment money that I would that I would normally have. Uh, and this 2018 is going to be a rebuilding year for me. Uh, on a personal level, not for Blackstone Labs. Blackstone Labs is still going great, but um, anybody that's gone through a divorce when you're in a, a powerful business position like myself, it can become quite expensive. And uh, this year, I will have to be conservative with my investments. I've looked into a lot of things from real estate, which I'm highly interested in, uh, more interested in the real estate than I am with the cryptocurrency, to be completely honest, um, because I do believe if you get yourself in the right place, especially with a building, that that passive income that you can get coming in, that residual income, as they call it for years to come, I think is uh, extremely, extremely valuable if you're in the right spot. Especially in a down market. For, for example, if you were to have this Bitcoin right now and you were just sitting on it, you wouldn't be collecting a dividend and everything on it. You would just be losing money, whereas if you had some real estate and mm-hmm. you the property value was going down. You could still rent out the rooms or rent out the space. Exactly. So I am uh, highly interested in other investments. Uh, I mean, I'm actually working on doing something with cars soon. But as far as the cryptocurrency, I can't – at this time, I can't say that I will really dive into this. So I wanted to bring in some guys that have experience with it, and I hope that you guys enjoyed that we brought them on. Uh, good question. I like the variety uh, on this show. So feel free guys to, to, to bring us in with, with, with different questions. There's a lot of intelligent guys in this building. If you want somebody to answer all your diet questions, no one's going to answer it better than me. But if you want to talk about other stuff, I have brilliant people that work for me. There's, there's a reason why Blackstone Labs has been so successful. It's not because I'm handsome and very, very funny. It is because I have brilliant people working for me. So on that note, thank you gentlemen for, for trying me in your opinions and we will get into the fitnessy stuff now. Thank you. See you guys. Thank you guys. See you guys later. What do you think of that, Chris? Uh, I agree with most of them. Um, I mean, Bitcoin's been around for you know quite some time now. Uh, I had an opportunity back when it first came out. I had a friend that actually asked me about it, and uh, I've always been big into the computer, you know, tech scene. I've always been, you know, had the best possible computer I could possibly get, and uh, he, you know, he knew that. And he said, you know, there's this thing out called Bitcoin. You should start mining it. You have this really badass graphics card. Why don't you start doing it? Mm-hmm. And I looked at him, and I and I basically had the opinion then that I have now. I'm like, this seems like this hugely unstable, crazy thing that sounds like it's going to be a flash in the pan. I mean, it's been a little bit more than that nowadays. People have actually made a lot of money on it. Of course. But I still don't feel like it's as solid of a thing that's going to be a, you know this thing that lasts 100 years. It's not going to be the new gold standard. It's not no, and be, I think that it's something that can know. be – like anything that's tech-related, I think that it's something that can be consistently updated – Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where the next best thing's going to keep coming. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that the the originals, like the Bitcoin, for instance, right. have to crash. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And that's what scares me about that. So, like, some of the things that I have my investment dollars in, uh, I have some investment dollars in, in some uh, medical companies, for instance, some medical device companies, some companies that are working on uh, new prescription drugs. And these are things that if they get passed or if they are brought to market, I mean, you're going to be looking at many, many, many years and many, many billions of dollars of sales. Um, And it's something that I know more about, whereas this cryptocurrency is all, to me, relatively new. It is. I have never even used cryptocurrency. Yeah. Uh, somebody was joking to me the other day that it's it's highly used by like drug dealers and, and, and stuff like that. Stuff so. like you know the the dark web and yes. you know, and Silk Road and things like that. People actually use it because it's completely anonymous. 
Well, I, ha- I, I don't I don't frequent the dark web, so I, yeah. that, that's probably why I'm I'm behind the scenes the, on it. There's another there's another aspect to it that most people don't consider. It's that the hardware that is used to actually mine the cryptocurrency becomes prohibitively expensive because miners start buying it up. Ah. So people that are using the tech for things that are legitimate or mm-hmm. things that, like running a business, for example, if you if we wanted to upgrade computers in the building now, it'd be more expensive than it otherwise would normally be because of crypto. Okay. So it, it's there's a whole other financial aspect to it that. A lot of tech people don't like because of that reason. I understand. Yeah. Very good. So, all right. So with that, we're going to move on to our, our other questions. Um, the first question is from Joe Sue. They say, uh, I just finished getting my bachelor's degree and find myself bored uh, with extra time on hands, thinking of starting a blog or vlog centered around uh, th- reviewing things that I love, supplements, bodybuilding, athletic gear. Uh, as a successful entrepreneur and someone who runs a supplement company, what would you recommend I do to start out? And get it going so that I can gain interest from viewers and also companies like yours uh, so that I can send products through, uh, product reviews instead of going broke doing this. Also, if I were to review one BSL product, what would you recommend it be? Uh, I lastly want to say thanks for uh, staying strong during a rough year, PJ. 2017 tried to kick your ass. And you can come back strong and seem ready to tackle 2018. It's truly inspiring to see. Uh, well, for starters, thank you very much. I appreciate your support. 2017 certainly did try to beat me into the ground, but somehow I, I am not dead, and I'm very excited about 2018. Things look to be on the up and up uh, in many ways. There's still a lot of things that I'm sorting out right now, unfortunately, uh, but I appreciate your support. Uh, this was actually one of the last questions that I wanted to move to the front and get out of the way first because uh, I was in your shoes, Josu, and uh, I can tell you this. It is very, very, very important to build your brand, build the brand of, of, of Josu and make people want to follow you and listen to you and see what you have to say. And to do that, it requires a lot of work. You're going to need to be very, very active on social media and you're going to have to put content out. You're going to have to build a following and you're going to have to get people behind you and have people supporting you. If you have friends that will repost your stuff, please ask them to do that. If you can get anybody else to repost your stuff, please ask them to do that because you need to generate an interest in you. If there is no interest in you, then you will be essentially worthless to any of the people that you want to do reviews on. So... Let's just break this down line by line, right? You want to review products, right? And you're asking me, for instance, if you were to review a BSL product, what would you recommend it be? Now, I'm in a position now where my company is successful enough where when I have somebody like you who's trying to make it, I encourage that and I will send you literally anything you want to review. Now, we'll we'll come back to this in a second. If I wasn't in that position, perhaps if I was a newer company just trying to make it, and I looked at you and you you were, you know, Joe Sue nobody, I may look at it like, well, what is this guy going to do for me? He's just getting a free product that I got to pay for. Nobody's going to care what he has to say. You know, why would I send him one? I got 50 people a day asking me for free products. And that is going to be the, the, the speed bump that you run into, okay? It's great that you got your bachelor's degree. Uh, and now you have this time on your, ha- your hands, you've got to figure out really what you want to do to maximize it. So you're going to have to come up with some sort of clever name for what you're doing. You're absolutely going to need to start a Facebook page. You're going to have to have all your social media linked, and you're going to have to spend a lot of time building your brand on each social media platform, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, even on Snapchat, which is 
dying a slow and, and pathetic death, but I think it's kind of funny for all the little kids that loud snap at one moment. Um, I will tell you this, although Instagram is the most popular, you know, leisurely swiping pastime, Facebook is more valuable than anything. And if you build a good business page for yourself or a public figure page for yourself and you open up your subscribers and start offering to do some reviews for free, um, you will have people send you stuff. It'll start slow, but they will send you stuff and, and, and you've got to put the time into it. You've got to write a hell of a review. Okay, where people are like, wow, this guy is very detailed. He really knows what he's doing. You've got to put time into it and you've got to establish yourself as a personality, not an image, a personality that people want to go to because they trust what this person has to say. And you're going to be fighting an uphill battle. I, I, I promise you that it's not going to be easy, but it can be done. I've seen it happen. And I have people now that review products for us from different websites. Uh, you have stacked uh, Stacked News uh, reviews our products all the time, and you've got uh, Priceplow does reviews on our products, and we love those guys, and we appreciate it. But they've established themselves, and they've been around for a while. It's not going to be something that happens overnight. As far as my products, if you want me to pick a product for you to review, um, I would say it's hard for me to pick just one, but I don't think that anybody out there We'll have anything negative to say about our Dust V2. Depending on what your personal goals are, I think that really anybody trying to put on muscle will absolutely love Chosen One. Uh, The Recomp is a very, very sexy new product. Glycolog is an outstanding product. So why don't you, after you listen to this show, reach out to me. My email is pj at blackstonelabs.com. And why don't you tell me what you're personally most interested in? I will send you the product to review yourself. And I will guarantee that you will like it. And then I will critique your review. And, and by critiquing, if you don't like it, say you don't like it. I, I, I know that's not going to happen. I don't want you to, to hold back because you're getting a free product. I want you to tell the truth. We've had people say that our products, certain products, were absolutely amazing as far as performance, but they didn't like the taste. And you know what? That's a personal thing. Some people love the taste of certain products we make. Some people don't. It's You can't please everybody in that regard. Um, but I will be happy to assist you in this venture. And um, I, perhaps I will be the first person to get you going. So g- give me that personal email and we'll go from there. All right. Our next question is from Michael. Uh, they say, training for size versus training for strength. What are the differences? Uh, why does it seem some guys can achieve both at the same time? Thanks again for being such a great resource to the bodybuilding community. It is my pleasure. Thank you for saying that. Now, here's the, here's the thing. They're dramatically different. So look at the best Olympic lifters in the world, the guys that do the snatch and clean and jerk. They typically stay in the same weight class their entire career. And when you look at the Olympics, this is only every four years that they're actually being on that big stage. They're still doing world championships in between. But they're staying in the same weight class and, and moving up considerably as far as moving weight. Okay, so let's look at this training for size versus training for strength. When you train for strength, you're teaching the muscle to be strong. You're teaching the muscle to explode a certain way and you're teaching the joints and connective tissues to be able to hold that that weight, to be able to bear the the poundage that's 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 weighing down on it. And it's a very, very explosive and dynamic type of training, okay? So it's, it's 
a lot of technique and repetition involved in, in being strong at something. If you go outside and you try to pick up a strong man stone, now you may not be able to do it. I, I can give you a, a stone that's half the size and I can teach you the perfect way to pick it up where you're using all of your body weight, right? And all of a sudden that stone might feel really, really light. And then just from getting that technique, you may go, go over to the big stone and be able to, p- to pick it up the same day just from learning that technique. Because strength training comes from repetition, technique, and proper execution of form. Size training, on the other hand, is much different. To achieve size in the gym, or muscle hypertrophy, if you want to get really specific, where the muscles are growing, you need to attack the muscles in a static format from many different angles where the blood is being consistently drawn into that particular area. And to sum it up simply, just in a way that everybody can understand it, if you force as much blood into the muscle where it just keeps expanding and expanding and expanding, it has no choice but to grow. And to be a little more specific, your muscles are enclosed in what's called the fascia. All of your muscle is is cased inside fascia, like a, like a sausage with the little casing on the outside. Or if you look at like an apple, the actual skin of the apple is what would be the fascia. The in, inside, you know, of the apple, the actual apple itself, that is the muscle. You know, have that skin on the outside holding it in place, right? So your fa- fascia holds the muscle in place. But if you can generate an excess amount of blood over and over and over into that area where it expands, 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 expands. And if your nutrition is on point and your supplementation is on point where while it is expanding and the blood is being pumped in there, it's carrying these nutritions, it's carrying these these supplements that you're taking that are providing all these great benefits, you can expand the fascia and give the muscle the opportunity to grow more into the fascia. And that is the main, main difference. Because when you're doing this explosive strength training, your time under tension is very short. So you're not really getting to the stage of driving the blood into the muscle. You're just activating everything explosively at once to move the weight. The mindset is different. The execution is different. And the time under tension is dramatically different. And I hope that answers your question well. All right. Our next question is from William. They say, hey, PJ. So I'm 17 and I used to be 215 pounds at five foot six. I don't know anything about dieting, and I decided to lose weight. While I developed an eating disorder and exercised like crazy, uh, I wasn't eating anything and lost about 50 pounds in three months. I tried to get help and tried to eat again and gained about 20 pounds back from starvation. Then I rebounded and got all the way down to 113 pounds and was working out four times a week and walking 14 miles a day every day. I was lean and tiny. On top of that, I was only eating 100, or I'm sorry, 1,400 calories maybe. I eventually got out and then jumped my calories to 2,300. And then quickly into the 3,000, my body regained about 40 pounds and a lot of fat because I starved myself. So I tried to lose some, and now I'm in a position of not wanting to regain fat, but I want to be able to not do cardio uh, and eat a lot more and maybe lean out uh, if recomp is possible. Uh, so is there any advice you would give me? Sorry for such a long question. Love your products, and also is Epicat, Epicat and Laxagen and anything that would uh, benefit a teen? Okay, well, very, very good question. Uh, and I'm going to answer the last part of it uh, right away. Yes, EpiCat and LexGen are completely safe for teens. Those would be products that I, w- I would recommend. Now let's get into your the meat and potatoes of your question. For starters, I am, I am very sorry that you have gone through this 
you know, you don't see as many men with eating disorders, but they, they are out there. And um, having a, a, a eating disorder like you have is, is, you know, it's a psychological disorder and it is very, very difficult to beat. Um, you're going to have to come to grips with the fact that the only way to fix this is going to be with food. You can't just go with this yo-yo, I'm going to starve myself, and then I'm going to gain 40 pounds, then I'm going to starve myself again, because it, it is not only is it unhealthy, but psychologically it's going to really mess you up. Um, and you're going to become depressed, and you're going to become very dependent on where you're at in your dieting. So what I would suggest to you is put the cardio back in, not 14 miles a day, Let's just say you walk for let's let's just say you walk for why not even start for an hour, whatever you can get, however many miles you get in an hour. Okay, let's start at an hour a day, and wherever your calories are at now, let's keep them consistent. Let's not change it, and let's keep the cardio going, and see what happens. If you're at three thousand calories now, you're at a pretty high level. You went from 1,400 to 2,300 and then 3,000. So you made big, big jumps. Now, this is what I, I try to explain to people. If you put nitrous in your car and high-octane gas and racing tires and a professional race car driver and put them on a course and say, go as fast as you can, and he goes as fast as he can, as fast as he can, you're like, wow, look at what my car can do. How can you expect to have the same performance when you take the nitrous out Put the regular tires on and stick a, a, just your a regular driver in the driver's seat. You can't. You just made dramatic changes out of nowhere. You will not see the same performance. So in the human body, you are doing an excess of cardio on a, a minuscule amount of calories. And then you pulled all the cardio out, jumped up the calories, then jumped them up again. Of course you were going to rebound. I mean, of course you were. So my suggestion is to get back going with some cardio and let's put the calories at like 2,000, okay? Stay on that. Do not miss meals. Stay consistent with your meals. And after two weeks, monitor yourself. See if you're gaining weight. See if you're losing weight. It's not a bad idea to go get some blood work done to see if you've ha had any thyroid damage. But after two weeks, if you're staying around the same weight, that is a monstrous victory. Increase the calories a little bit. And we've gone over this reverse dieting talk before on this show. You've got to back yourself out slow and steady so where it's not a shock to your body. Anytime you do something that it's a shock to your body, something dramatic is going to happen. It might be positive. It might be negative. But there will be a dramatic change. You gave yourself a shock. That unfortunately caused a dramatic change. You can absolutely fix this. It may take six months. But you're going to fix it by eating and by eating consistently more. All right. Our next question is from Frank. Uh, they said looking to do cycle uh, looking to do cycle to get lean as possible and starting keto in January. I also have a cycle set up to set up of ripped blend prop trend uh, Maesteron and uh, Maesteron 150 milligram and Winnie. Also was going to add Clen to some point. How would you set this up for the best results? Well, Frank, if you're going to make a transformation like that, you should absolutely jump into the transformation contest. You uh, really are in perfect timing for it. By the time this podcast hits the video will be out and we will be taking uh the entries so you're you're a candidate you're absolutely a candidate for sure if you're going to transform yourself like that just a quick breakdown of what you're doing you've got yourself uh some 
testosterone propanate, some trend, some mastron, and you've got yourself some Winnie. So you've got all the pre-contest uh, drug protocol stuff. Very good. Um, I hope that you're not uh, a beginner because this is a, a, a bit of an aggressive amount of stuff. But to make it very simple for you, let's just say you wanted to run this for eight weeks, okay? Uh, I would suggest being on the keto diet first. And I know you're probably not going to want to do this, but why don't you do the keto diet first for a month? See what you get just being on the diet first, because then you'll know how well the diet is actually working for you. Before you add in these things that are designed to put muscle and weight on you, why don't you just focus on the diet first? Do the diet for 30 days. And then I would just do a cc of propanate, a cc of trend, and a cc of Mastron every other day for eight weeks. I would save the Winstrol for the end. You didn't specify whether or not it is oral or injectable. Uh, but if it is oral, you will need 50 milligrams a day. And But when I say 50 milligrams, that's a very good, solid dose. Um, you can absolutely get good results on 25 milligrams, especially with the other stuff that you're doing. If it is injectable, you're going to want to do 50 to 100 milligrams every other day. As far as the clen goes, I do not feel it is completely necessary with everything that you're doing. I like a two weeks on, two weeks off protocol with clen, but I, I, I do not feel that it is necessary with what you're doing. I think that you're better off just getting a, a legal fat burner like our Cobra or Paraburn as it's going to be called soon and maximizing that versus the clen. You've already got the real important stuff in there. All right. Our next question is from Nick. They say, in your experience, what would you say is the most important thing to establish within your company? And what have you learned from your mistakes and taught you the biggest lessons? I value anything you can pass on to me, PJ. Um, well, I can tell you this. Uh, fear of failure is what's going to set you back more than anything else. You've got to understand that you're going to fail and you're probably going to fail a lot. And uh, if I could give you a, a great bit of advice, get yourself a book. It's called The E-Myth Revisited. This book I have read probably four or five times. And it is the book that changed my life as a businessman more than anything else. Uh, the book is uh, Why Most Small Businesses Fail and How to Get Around That. And the reason the most small businesses fail is that the entrepreneur who had the original idea loses his vision because he's too involved in too many different sectors of growing the business. There are three types of people in this world. There are entrepreneurs, managers, and technicians. The largest amount of people fall into the technicians category. And some of these technicians are truly specialized. These are people that have a specialized skill set, for instance, coding on a computer like David does, or for instance, bookkeeping. That's also a technician. These are people who have spent their time and their education being very, very, very good at that technical skill, all right? Then you have your managers. Managers are people that are good working with groups of people, getting them to work properly, delegating work, making sure things get done, making sure th things get organized. Uh, Salvina, who's my chief of staff, is a great manager. She is very organized. She's got good people skills. She uh, is very good at keeping things um, moving properly, spreadsheets, things like that, organizational skills. A good manager should know how to keep everything in line. Now, the entrepreneur is the idealist. This is the person with the vision. And the vision, although as beautiful as it may be, and although it may be something that the managers and the technicians wouldn't have thought of, 
cannot be achieved without the proper technicians and proper managers in place. Because if they're not in place, it becomes the role of the entrepreneur to do these things. And I can tell you this. It took me a long time to, uh, to accept that I was trying to be every role. And what I mean by that is when I started the company, I was doing the social media. I was doing all of the sales. I was calling all the stores. I was making all the posts. I was the face. I was packaging all of the orders. I was shipping all of the orders. And I thought to myself, why would I bring anybody else in right now? They're not going to do as good a job as me. Why would I not just handle it all myself? It's my company. Who's going to do as good as me? But I can tell you this. If I stayed in that mindset, I never would have saw the growth that was necessary. Because once I decided to let it go, let some of the power go, let some of that control go and put it in the hands of other people, trust this guy that I hired is going to ship these products on time for me. Well, that's all of a sudden three, four, five hours of my day that I have wide open. What can I do with that three, four, five hours of my day? Well, maybe I will go to the gym and work out and feel better about myself. And during that workout, I will start thinking in between my sets of other great ideas. You know what I need to do next? This. These are things that come to you when you have this excess time. You get to the point where you're like, you know, I, I, I can manage the books. I, I can do it. But realistically, that is a very, very difficult job. And if you're making errors, then you start running into problems with taxes and you're paying extra accounting fees. And there are people that do this all day, every day for a very reasonable amount. And you think to yourself, God, I'm going to pay this money for somebody to do these books that I could have done myself. But now you're freeing up more time. And everything is super, super in line and organized. And then you start realizing that there was money that you were losing that you would have saved had you not had an expert looking at it. So the best advice that I could give you is you've got to lead by example, but you cannot micromanage. I feel that I am very good at not micromanaging my staff. Sometimes I actually give them too much control and things will happen and I'll be like, why didn't anybody tell me about that? And I have to accept that that is my own fault for perhaps giving too much control sometimes. But the reason that I give so much control is that with all my team leaders, um, between my dad and Salvina and David, who's the head of marketing, and Eric, who's the head of videographer, uh, and Chris, who is the head of customer service, which also oversees the call center, um, Gizmo in, in shipping, I know that as long as those guys are doing their job, it'll trickle down to everybody else and the job will get done. And this is why in 2018, you will see a lot more of the early Blackstone Labs version of PJ where I was all over the place and on the camera a lot and doing fun things and training because I understand that as a visionary, I have to be in front of the camera. I have to be involved in the marketing and the growth of the brand because people like Blackstone Labs because they like the grassroots story of it. So if I take myself out of that, I'm hurting the branding. I'm hurting the marketing. So I can't let that happen. So the fact that I am in a position where I don't have to worry about that shows that I was able to relinquish that power to these other individuals. And yes, you will, you will un unfortunately have people that stab you in the back if you give them too much power. I, I have learned this the hard way, unfortunately. But uh, those are the growing pains of running a company and growing a business. It's, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of how you respond to these situations. All right. Our next question is from Mike. Uh, they say, I hear a lot of stuff about SARMs and this new SARM called RAD140. What are your thoughts about the SARM? Is it safe? Uh, would I put more size on, on using RAD140 or should I wait until the new DHEA product uh, equalizer comes out and stack it with the Elite Stack? 
I'm 30 years old and trying to put up to bulk up as much as possible this winter. I did have good results in the elite stack in the past. Thanks for your time. Well, I will tell you this, Mike, and this will this will prove uh, myself to be not lying. When I do this show, I do not look at any of the questions, and I feel that it is important that you guys know that. I don't want you to think that I'm sitting here with notes or with a computer Googling. I'm firing off information straight out of my head. And this is the first time this has happened, and I'm glad that it's happened. I actually have no clue how to answer your question because I've never even heard of Rad 140. The supplement industry is expanding fast. New products are coming all the time. I am an advocate of SARMs. My favorite SARM is Osterine. We are not legally permitted to sell SARMs anymore. I do not know about the actual structure of Rad 140 and will have to look into it and research it and come back to you. So I cannot tell you what my thoughts are or if it is safe. As far as the new product Equalizer, on the other hand, chemically it is very similar to Boldenone. So you can go and Google Boldenone or Equipoise and read up on that and see if it's something that interests you, but it, it has piqued the interest of me, that is for sure. And I think that you will get great results on that. I apologize for not knowing the answer to that, but I also commend you on stumping the champ today. See, I think that that's the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm not familiar with Rad 140. <laughs> All right. Our next question is from uh, Chris. Uh, can you break down the keto diet? I don't understand the specifics. And second, uh, I hear you say chosen one has no side effects. So why should I take the PCT5? Uh, thanks. If you answer, uh, I'm a Blackstone, La- Blackstone Labs member for life. And you've truly changed my life. One year ago, I was 370 pounds, and I've got down to 305 pounds, right. but holding at 315 right now and getting my ass back in gear with your motivation. Thanks for your help and all you do, PJ. Uh, well, for starters, very, very good job on the tremendous weight loss. Good for you. I hope that you stay on top of it and keep it going. I'm curious of how tall you are. Um, obviously, a 5'4", 305 is much different than a six foot 305. Um, but needless to say, you dropped a ton of weight, and that is impressive. To break down the keto diet, uh, there are different forms of a ketogenic diet, and and it's very easy to find the information on the ketogenic diet on the internet. I like to follow a moderately high version of the ketogenic diet. And when I say moderately high, I'm going to break it down like this. There are variations that have spun off of keto diets, Atkins being the most famous one by far. Um... And you can absolutely get good results on an an Atkins diet and have lots of variety in your life. When I follow a ketogenic diet, people always ask me, what are your breakdowns as far as protein, fat, carbs? I keep my protein a little bit on the higher side. So I'm going to be at about 65, 70% protein and about 25, 30% fat and really usually less than 5% percent carbs. Okay. Now you'll see other formats that are close to that within five, 10, either direction. Usually the carbs are always going to be five or less though. Um, sometimes I've seen them where it is a reverse, where the fat is coming, uh, up in the 65, 70 and the protein is much lower. Now here's the thing. If you are bodybuilding, 
on this style of diet, I feel it is important to keep the protein higher. But people make the mistake of eating too much protein and they think, oh, as long as I'm not eating carbs, it's fine that I can eat the protein. That is actually false because if you're eating an excess of protein, your body will take that excess protein and through a process called glucogeniosis, it will actually turn it into a glycogen-like substance. Your liver can actually produce up to 400 grams of glycogen a day on its own without even giving it anything. Your liver is an extremely, extremely intelligent organ. So by just eating, oh, I'm just going to eat chicken breasts all day, you're actually not going to, to put yourself in keto the proper way. You also have to remember that if you take 50 grams of protein, so let's say we're just breaking it down by percentages, right? If you take 50 grams of protein and you take 25 grams of fat, the calories are going to be completely different. They're not going to be equal because 50 grams of protein yields four calories per gram. So you're at 200 grams, you're at your 200 calories right there. Whereas fat, on the other hand, yields nine calories per gram. So you got to do 25 times nine, do the math, you figure it out. It's much different than you realize. Carbs are also four. So fats are more than twice as dense in calories as protein. So when you do your macros, you've got to figure those numbers out. This is why I don't like the ultra high fat versions of the keto diet because then you have to keep the protein low enough where that I don't know that you're actually getting enough to grow and preserve muscle. And we want to grow and preserve muscle because the more muscle you have, the more calorie you will burn at rest. This is why I do it the way that I do. And uh, anybody that is doing the contest, I designed the men's and women's weight loss around my style of ketogenic diet. So I really encourage you guys to, to jump in uh, on this and, and participate, especially if you're interested in keto, because I did the work for you. I gave you variety. I told you exactly how to do it. Plus, you're going to get a big discount code. And if you don't want to participate in the transformation, when I was coaching, if you wanted a single diet written out like that for you, that was a $300 value, no matter what. That was a $300 value that you're now getting for free just from purchasing that stack. So I, I, I encourage you to to take it yourself and, and, and not have to worry about the guesswork. All right. Our next question is from Quinn. Uh, they say, hey, PJ, I know you just came off a slump and gotten back into shape. What advice can you give someone who was once in competition shape but then lost all of his gains due to a bad breakup and a six-month hiatus from the gym? Thanks, Quinn. Very good. I like this question. I'm going to answer it very thoroughly. Before I do, I realize that I didn't uh, get into the specifics of why I say you need to take PCT5 with Chosen One, and I will explain that very quickly. When I say there are virtually no side effects, I usually say virtually beforehand. Uh, I mean, you're not going to have issues with liver toxicity. You shouldn't see any problems with aromatization, gyno, oily skin, any of these things. The reason that you have to take PCT5 is anytime will you take any powerful um, you know, synthetic version of testosterone, your body's natural exogenous testosterone production will shut down. Um, it's going to shut down no matter what. So you will not be producing your own testosterone while you're taking the chosen one. So it is very important that you do the post-cycle therapy to bring it back. And that is, I suppose, a side effect that could be viewed as negative, but it will come right back uh, as long as you use the PCT5. So apologize for not getting right to that. Let's get to, Quinn, uh, to Quinn's question. Um, uh, well, I'll tell you this, man. I battled all year with depression over my divorce. And I don't know about your situation. I don't know about the man you are. Um, I know that you are a listener and a follower, and I appreciate that. 
And I like to assume that anybody that's part of what we're doing is good and whole. But I, for all I know, you beat the crap out of her. And I, I'm just throwing that out there, just saying that I don't know you from Sam, as my grandma used to say. So the way that I want to answer it is this. If you know in your heart that you did everything that you could to be the best guy that you could be, and you can look at yourself in the mirror and sleep at night knowing that, which I can for sure, then you really did all that you could do. It's like training for a bodybuilding show. You know, if you did your cardio every day, if you trained as hard as you could every day, you never missed a meal, and you go in knowing that there was no stone left unturned in your preparation, and you get fifth place. That's the best you could be. You did, you did all you could, and you have to accept that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometime. And it's nothing wrong with you. What I say is there's something wrong with her. There's something wrong with them. And it is not your responsibility to fix that. Now, on the other side, if you perhaps were a cheater or did something horribly wrong, then learn from your lesson. You know, you, you were taught a lesson like, hey, you did something bad. These are the repercussions and don't let it happen again. Grow from it. So they're, they're two very, you know, distinguished but, but different, you know, diminishing things that could have happened for you that I don't know. Um, but I will tell you, and, and this is coming from true, like from my heart, personal experience, getting out of the gym is the worst thing that you can do. Because the gym is always going to be a form of therapy, especially if you've been doing it for a while. You always get what you're always going to get from a 45-pound plate or a 20-pound dumbbell or a leg press or a squat. You're always going to get the same thing from them. They're not going to talk back. They're not going to tell you that you're great. They're not going to tell you that you're fat or you're ugly or you need to make more money. They're just going to give you 45 pounds and 20 pounds, and it's up to you to do what you want to do with them. When I go into the gym, especially now, and I'm, I'm actually really enjoying it now, is I'm not looking at my phone anymore. I'm listening to music, and I'm just enjoying every minute that I'm there, the way the weights feel in my hands, the way it feels moving the weight, the way that the blood feels circulating around, knowing that I'm improving myself as a person physically that carries over into the mental aspect. And by losing that from your life, when you're already in a state of depression, you are going to get more and more depressed. Um, and, and for that reason, I, I can't encourage you enough to get back into the gym, even if you start easy, and just, just go. Just make yourself go every day for a couple of weeks until it becomes routine again. And with that, it will improve your mindset. It will improve the way you feel about yourself. And why dwell on the past on something that didn't work out when you have your whole life ahead of you to make something work? I had a very difficult time in the beginning you know, because I knew that I didn't do anything wrong. In fact, I will go out and say that I was probably the best husband that you could get. The best husband the money could buy and you didn't have to pay for me because I paid for everything. And uh, I believe that in my heart. And that's why I can sleep easily at night. And because I believe that, although it took a while, I'm okay. And um, I accept it. It wasn't me. I didn't have the issue. The issue was on the other person. And that that was their their you know, cross to bear. They, they have to accept that. And, um, you know, as they say, karma is a bitch and people will find things out, unfortunately, many times the hard way, but it is not your responsibility 
to worry about that person anymore. You've got to worry about yourself. And depression can consume you. It can wreck your body really, really fast. It's going to plague you with stress that leads to other physical ailments. You just don't need that in your life. You got to look forward and just keep moving. You get one life and you got to maximize the time that you have. I'm sorry that you're going through that. And I hope that my answer helped you. Um, But get in the gym, man. Get back in the gym. All right. Our next question is from Tom. Uh, This is a follow-up question. Uh, I think we answered this last week or the week before. Uh, He asks, following up with the previous question answer and DMing PJ, this is what my low-carb day looks like. And I'm going to read out his full, uh, you know, diet for the whole day. Uh, His total calories is 2130, uh, 34 grams of carbs, 111 grams of fat, 245 grams of protein. In the morning at breakfast, he eats uh, 8 grams of carbs, 43 grams of fat, and 70 grams of protein. He eats 5 large eggs, 1 cup of egg white, a quarter cup of shredded cheddar cheese, 4 slices of turkey bacon. At lunch, he has 12 carbs, 27 grams of fat, and 50 grams of protein. He eats 1 medium avocado and and 9.5 ounces of tilapia. At dinner, he eats 1 gram of carbs, 46 grams of fat, and 62 grams of protein. Two large eggs, eight ounces of 90-10 ground turkey, a half a tablespoon of mayo, and two slices of sharp cheddar cheese. Uh, for snacks throughout the day, he eats 14 grams of carbs, 7 grams of fat, and 70 grams of protein. He eats Carbmaster yogurt, one scoop of whey protein, and one scoop of casein protein. He says, my main goal is to lose body fat. I have a good amount of muscle mass, and I'm okay with losing a little muscle in order to be at a lower body fat. I'd like to do a carb cycling plan. I believe my body endomorph is carb-sensitive. Current body fat is 23%, 5'11", 235 pounds. My BMR is 2,100 calories, and I work out every day, adding about another 1,000 calories burned per day. And like I mentioned before, I plan on doing a cycle of test site or TREN, EEQ, Arimidex, along with Chosen One, Trojan Horse, Gear Support, followed by proper PCT of HCG, Nova, or Clomid. All right. Um, I've already gone over this. Uh, this person knows that also. Um, and here's my thing. I honestly don't love your diet based on what you're saying about yourself being an endomorph and being carb sensitive versus what your end goal is. I, when I was competing in the latter half of my computer career, used a carb cycling approach. Now I'm not saying that what you're doing is wrong. I just feel that you could make much better food choices And I really think that if you are carb sensitive, that you should absolutely go into a ketogenic diet. And look, I don't get paid by like the ketogenic society of of America to say this, but I truly believe in a ketogenic lifestyle more than anything else. Am I following a ketogenic diet? No, because I'm trying to get big and I'm honestly watery and bloated right now, but I am getting big. (laughs) You know, I was small for a while. People are saying, damn, you're getting big again. And that's the objective. So I am going to be a little bit watery and bloated because I'm eating Funyuns. I'm going to eat some Funyuns after we do this, this show. (laughs) Um, But when I was doing my carb cycles, I would go very aggressive with my carb cycles. So where your carbs are at, fine. Where your protein's at, fine. But I would keep my fats really low on those days too. Now, I often advise people, if you're doing this, something that you're doing year round because you want to rotate your calories and keep your body guessing, then you can keep the fats a little bit higher. Myself, I would probably cut your fats in half from where they are. I'd keep the carbs on your low day where it's at, but I I would cut the fats in half. Uh, I I really would. Um, And then on your medium or high days, especially on the high days, I'd have the fats at around zero, to be honest with you. On the medium days, I'd have them lower. Um, 
I, I just think that, you know, your, your choices that you're making based on what you described about yourself, you're, you're, you're going to get there so much slower than you need to. I think if you go 30 days keto, give it a chance, go two weeks of straight keto, then have a refeed either day or meal, then go back into it for a week and then have those refeed day or meals. I think that you will, you will see some, you know, substantial weight loss. And I think that you'll really like it. Anytime I have somebody that tells me that they're carb sensitive, the first thing that I want to do is get them off the carbs and get them on a ketogenic diet. If you're, if you know you're sensitive to something, get that something out. You know, if you told me, oh, I can't eat fat, screws my stomach up really bad. Well, then perhaps a ketogenic diet wouldn't be for you. Um, but I do believe that anyone can bet benefit from a ketogenic diet. And I hate when people say, oh, I can't function right without carbs. That's bullshit. There's not a single bit of science behind any of those statements. There is no such thing as the old, your brain needs X amount of carbs to function properly. That is a fallacy. In fact, you actually do not need carbohydrates at all. You do not need carbohydrates at all. There are three macronutrients, protein, fat, and carbohydrates. You have to have protein and fats are essential for survival. You actually do not even need carbohydrates. You can live a very healthy life with no carbohydrates. You remove the other two and you will not be healthy. So what does that tell you? Carbs. Our body has been taught over the years because our parents are fat to be our body's energy source. It's very easy for our, our body to run off carbs, to turn them into glycogen as energy. So when that happens, whatever's left over, protein, fat, whatever calories you have, will typically get stored as fat. So by removing that easy-to-burn energy source, your body will burn its own fat stores, which is the great benefit to the ketogenic diet. You're basically burning the excess shit that you want to get rid of. And for that reason, I would really like to see you go in that direction. As far as your cycle, yeah, great. You have, that's a good combination that you've put together. You should see aggressive results from that. And uh, as far as Trojan Horse, outstanding product that you can take for very long periods of time. That's a product that goes great on any diet. Uh, gear support, I feel you should take year-round. Uh, your PC, PCT, I would make make one change. I, instead of doing the Nolvidex, I would suggest doing Arimidex, um, although you can do it with Malvidex, um, you're going to want to front load the Clomid in the beginning for the first three weeks and be on the HUG 250 IUs a day for 40 days. Um, but, but front load the Clomid and stay on the Arimidex, probably one milligram every other day the whole time. Now, just doing that, getting on the keto and, and throwing that gear in, you're going to get harder and drop a lot of water. And then when you run the PCT, you're going to get rid of all the rest of the water. You'll be smaller, but you're going to get rid of all the rest of the water that you normally would be holding if you were still cycling in carbs. So think about that. That is my strong suggestion for you. All right. Our last question is from Steve. Uh, they say, after losing weight, I now want to fill in with some good solid muscle. I only take 100 milligrams of test site per, uh, per week, and the doctor won't up it. Last test levels were around 550, and I had not had a shot for 10 days and did not take any Apex male test booster for over a week. I figure my levels were probably higher before the blood test when I was running everything. Anyway, if I start on Methaquad, will I have to take Eradicate, and will it interfere with my current test cycle? Can I still use the Apex Mail as well, or is that even necessary? I value your input. Thank you for everything you do. Thanks for keeping me on track with that personal challenge I've got, I'm, I'm going to do. You're a hell of a guy. Thank you, Steve. Very good question. Will your doctor prescribe you HCG? If he will, here's my advice to you. Ask for the HCG. Keep the test, okay? Save it. Even if you can j just get an extra bottle of test, if you can run the HCG for about 30 to 40 days, 250 IUs a day, 
the reason that I'm wanting you to do this is you're going to stimulate your own natural testosterone production. While you're doing the HGG, I would absolutely be taking the Apex male, maximize it, okay? The, re- the main reason I'm wanting you to do this is because now you'll have the ability to have a little bit of extra test lying around. So even if you can go to 150, I'd love it if you could go to 200 milligrams a week. But if you go off for a little while but still order it, you'll have it. It's a little trick that I even do with my doctors. Once you get back on, try to do the higher dose, and I would strongly suggest stacking it with chosen one. The chosen one will make your free testosterone higher. So you will maximize what you're getting out of the testosterone that you are adding in. So if you're, if you're only able to do 100 milligrams, the chosen one will make that 100 milligrams work better. If you're doing 200 milligrams or 150 milligrams, it will make that work better. But it will absolutely boost your free testosterone, and you will notice a significant change. If you are doing the HRT and the chosen one, you absolutely do not need the Apex male. I would strongly suggest using the Apex male during the HCG phase, which I think can do a lot for you. Um, Really, I tell most guys, if you're not worried about having children, you don't really need to do the HCG because you'll probably stay on HRT for the rest of your life. The other option is trying to find another doctor uh, because there's plenty of doctors down here that will prescribe you two to 400 milligrams of test a week. And, and it's not hard to find. Uh, as far as the other supplements, uh, the Methaquad will make a very big difference, absolutely. And the Eradicate will keep you drier with the Methaquad and the test, especially if your doctor is not giving you a Remedex. Now, if you do have a Remedex from the doctor, I would suggest anywhere from a half of a milligram every other day to one milligram daily. That's going to keep you drier. It's going to keep your fat down. And you don't need the Eradicate if they are prescribing you the Arimidex. Um, As far as taking them with your current test cycle, you're just going to get better results. Um, so that is my advice to you, and you know that you can DM me anytime. Steve Sampson, the first ever uh, customer of the month. Uh, for those of you that don't know about the customer of the month, every month, uh, we already picked this month. So I announced it in a video on Christmas. We pick a customer who not only purchases the products, but participates on the podcast or in the Q&A, is very interactive on social media, encourages other people to get involved in health and fitness, and explains to them why they use Blackstone Lab's products and how they would use the products. They post about our products. It's somebody that's really living and breathing the brand the way that us here in the building do. And uh, the person that wins the customer of the month, Steve setting the bar, being the original, gets the stack of their choice. Uh, and a shirt, they get the follow from me and the Blackstone page, and they get a nice shout-out, and we stay in touch after that, and it's something that we really enjoy doing. Um, that is the last question. Before I let Chris take us out, just want to mention, again, the Beat PJ code is anywhere from, David said, 30 to 50% off, depending on the sacks. That's yep. huge. We don't really do stuff like that that often, guys. And you will have a couple weeks. You know, If you don't have money right now, you need to save up, you got to wait for paycheck, whatever need to wait to the new year. We're going to let this run until January 15th, and then we will start. So nobody can jump in after that. You get the $300 value of the, of the plan designed that comes in a digital as well as hard copy, and you get my coaching the whole time and uh, the chance to, to win big at the end. So very good questions this week, and I hope you guys like the banter in the beginning and us mixing it up. I think I might bring Haley Kate on the show in a couple weeks. She is a coach and trainer out in LA. Very, very beautiful girl. Great personality. And um, 
if there are women that want you know specific questions uh, answered for Haley Kate, I'm going to have her sit in, and maybe we'll take some questions specifically just for her. Uh, or if you want to just make fun of her, because I make fun of her a lot. Uh, she's a very good sport, so she's not somebody that you can crack easily. But uh, she will be in town. If you guys like the the format of bringing people on or the banter in the beginning, let us know. We like the feedback. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Any kind of feedback that you guys have, make sure that you throw it our way because we'd like to hear it. Um, I'm sure you'd take it on your, your morning, pod, or mm-hmm. your morning uh, Q&A, and we'd like to hear it at AskPJBraun at BlackstoneLabs.com. That would definitely help. Um, with that, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, this is the sixth podcast. You can find us over at BlackstoneLabs.com, SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. Uh, and we will see you guys next week.